What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Her anal is never as clean as she'd like, <laughs> but a bidet is just not in our budget. The one and only Teresa. <gasps> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Just spitting facts right now. It's never as clean as you want. Fun fact. Uh-oh. I was just looking at some bodets on Amazon that you can like kind of like clip your toilet. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. I'm even like thinking about it. I heard about these. With LED lights. Well, my question is, where does it get the water from that it's going to spit up your butt? You see, that's a good point. I didn't think about it mm-hmm. and I didn't research too far. I just mm-hmm. saw it and I thought, what a great and cheap way to have a clean ale. But I told you guys, she, she's not happy with the with the cleanliness level of her anal. She was looking for a way to kick it well, up a notch. Well, I wasn't looking. Somehow it popped on my Facebook. It's probably because Alexa's listening to us, Siri's listening to us. Oh, yeah, for and sure. they also hear when we're watching 90 and Jahoon says he's not as happy with his anal cleanliness. You guys should as see what pops on my Facebook after some of my oh. Google searches. Oh. It's out know. of control. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, if you haven't yet, please follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. A lot of fun stuff happening over there as always. Make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you are listening right now, this very moment. Look down and say, oh, I'm listening on Spotify. I should probably smash that subscribe button. Yeah, guys, smash that subscribe button. And you know what? Send us a message. If you like or dislike something, tell us or just say hi. That's right. We're here for you. Please leave us a review if you could. We love when you guys do that. We got a... We got a nice review the other day, actually. It may be my favorite review yet. Well... All reviews are our favorite reviews. That's Don't forget. That's not true. That's not true. Therese is just trying to be kind to you people. But well, okay, no. all the kind reviews are <laughs> our favorite reviews. Yes, but this one, this one is good. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's pretty thorough. Okay, it's a pretty in-depth review. But It was beautiful. I almost cried. Here's what I like about it. You never know what people are going to like about your podcast, right? You never know. And that's why we always ask you to tell us because we want to know. Maybe they like your accent, T. I hope they do because it's going nowhere. (laughs) Maybe they like our undeniable chemistry. Mm. But this reviewer, shout out to Joe from AZ, J-O from AZ. I'm assuming Joe from Arizona. Mm -hmm. You're so bright. What Joe liked was that... We don't swear that much. That is true. And you know what? Sometimes I'm thinking like, oh man, we do swear a lot, but we don't actually. It's not that vulgar. It's not that vulgar of a podcast. I think the only time we swear is we either try to get a point. Across. Across. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I help. (laughs) Help get that point across. Or when we're trying to like, you know, kind of like recreate the conversation the cast members have. We're not swearing just to swear. I think a lot of people do that. No, we're very polite, actually. We always apologize to each other for everything. If some, you know, like, oh, oh, I'm sorry I bumped into you. And John is like, oh, no, it's okay. Thank you for apologizing. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you're very, very welcome. Well, we also (laughs) just assume we speak as though our parents are listening. Kind of, yeah. And we swear around our parents. but Not a lot. Not a lot of time. We try to keep it classy. So... Thank you, Joe. Here's the thing. Joe's a receptionist, so she likes to listen to the podcast at work at the front desk. 
And mm. it helps that we don't curse all the time. I can't imagine what kind of receptionist she is or he. I think it's a she. J-O. It's not J-O-E. It's J-O. It think, could be he or she. It doesn't matter. I'm thinking Josephine maybe. But so th- what kind of receptionist are you listening to this podcast at the front desk. The best one. I, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the absolute best one. If I walked into that office, I'd say this is my new favorite office. But is it a dentist's office? Is it a lawyer? You know, when I think of receptionist. Is it an immigration lawyer office? Is it an immigration, right? Is it a law office? When I think of receptionists, I immediately go to dentist office. Why? I don't I, know. I immediately go to a hotel. Oh, maybe. No, hotel would be front desk. I would. I work at the yeah. front desk. I still would say reception. I'm going to guess it's a hair salon. That's <laughs> right. Why are you laughing? I think that's a, it's, it's a wild guess. I feel like I you a know receptionist why? at a hair salon would listen to this podcast. I don't think hair salons really have receptionists. They all like rotate always. The salon I go to has a receptionist. And she sometimes washes hair and stuff. I saw her <laughs> because I go there too. That's true. So thanks. Thanks, Joe. We don't know where you work, but we're happy you can listen to us at work. We're just trying to bring some class to this trash. That's why we don't swear so much. Exactly. All right. You want to do a little 90 day, by the way? My favorite segment. Yes, please. Okay. Lana, a.k.a. Svetlana, a.k.a. David and Lana. You know Lana. A.k.a. The Lana that we thought didn't exist, but then yes. she appeared. Okay. Yes. The Lana that we thought didn't exist is now very alive and well on Cameo. I saw that one. Okay. Not surprising, right? Everyone's yeah. on Cameo. But what is a shocker and why it's a by the way is in her little welcome video, everyone does a welcome video on Cameo. Hey guys, here for your birthdays, your anniversaries, whatever you want. Shoot me a message and I'll get back to you, right? In that video, she's speaking perfect English. Perfect English. She says, hi, I'm Svetlana, but you know me as Lana from 90 Day Fiance. I'll wish you a happy birthday, happy anniversary, or anything for a special occasion. So hit me up. Maybe she learned or... Maybe David is writing it for her and she's just reading, you know? Mm, If that was a one-off situation and she wasn't going to have to make videos every time someone reached out to her, I would say that's a possibility. But the fact that she's going to be on there, people are going to reach out. Well, maybe she has a few like staples like happy birthday video (laughs) and happy anniversary or oh, you like me. Okay. I'll just something a little personal. I'll just change his names. It's like, it's like what she did for that chat, right? I'm sure she had several videos tailored to several guys. Never say, True. Oh, never say like, oh, like, hi, David. It was just like, oh, hi, sweetheart. Well, speaking of, she does have the chat option on Cameo. For $1.99, you can chat with her. So how is she going to pull that one off if she's not a fluent English speaker? Hmm. Right. So I think a little bit of a scam there, I think, for the whole Lana David storyline. A little bit of a scam. Well, it would have been easier if she did speak English on the show. So I don't know why would they play like, oh, she doesn't speak any English. I don't know. But there is there's one review on her cameo page. Mm -hmm. One review. Five stars. Guy named Jeff gave her five stars. And all it says is one word. Awesome. Must have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what he requested her to do, but it was awesome. 
Yeah, I don't know. Speaking was, of cameos. Yeah. Can I can I add to the little by the way? Sure. <laughs> I saw that Larissa shared Eric's review on cameo. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I showed it to you, but for our friends who didn't see it. Larissa shared a snippet of a review that mm-hmm. Eric got on his cameo, and it was it was interesting. <laughs> I'm going to ask John to read it because he has it up. Please go ahead. Yeah, I just pulled it up. It says, Eric, <laughs> this was amazing. Daniel absolutely loved this, and you made his 15th birthday <laughs> extra special. 15. Okay. How did you make Daniel's 15th birthday extra special, Eric? Why does a guy whose name is Daniel turning 15, why would he want to see a cameo from Eric? Yeah, I can understand from Larissa. Yeah. Like you're 15, you're going through puberty. Larissa's got big new boobs. Cool. From anyone but Eric. <laughs> like why from Eric? Oh my god. He's not even the original cast member. He just happened to date Larissa. <laughs> like, why would Daniel, who's turning 15, or who turned 15, why would he want to get a cameo from er- Eric? <laughs> mind, mind-boggling. Side note, that is Eric's second review. He's what only, is the first one? He's got five stars. Oh. The, the first one was from Jeff, so another man. Mm. Apparently a lot of male interest here, Eric. The first one just said, Great cameo. <laughs> Five stars. But let re, let's remind everyone what the second one said, because I think it's worth repeating. Eric, <laughs> this was all caps amazing. Daniel absolutely <laughs> loved this. And you made his 15th birthday extra special. Oh, Eric. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I would not really think about this twice. He was like, oh, you made... Daniel's 25th birthday. I would still think, I would still have, a, I would still have questions, but 15 um, years old. When I was 15, what did I want for my birthday? You probably wanted it from an ad, like Tom Brady. If Tom Brady does can. I don't well, like no, Tom you're, Brady. Well, I'm thinking of Daniel. What Daniel may want. Oh. I'm being so stereotypical here. You are. I didn't like sports. I don't like sports. We I like watch hockey. Na- I watch 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> we, we watch hockey, but... Let's move on to the second, by the way. But that was that was great. All right. Happy <laughs> happy for you, Daniel. And you too, Eric. Keep happy up, birthday, Daniel. Happy birthday, Daniel. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Eric. Okay. By the way, more 90 Day spinoffs are on the way. These are going to be digital spinoffs, though. Okay. What do you mean by digital? These are going to be on Facebook Watch. So oh. a few of you guys might know what I'm talking about. For those who don't, let's just do it. Let's talk about it. The first spinoff, which starts this Thursday, October 22nd on Facebook Watch, is called... Oh, boy. Drum roll. (laughs) Ask Mama Chantel. (laughs) Okay, so in this show... What? Karen... Oh, right? slow Karen. Slow Karen little is going to answer fans' questions about love and family drama, whatever else, right? Here's my first question to Karen. How the hell did you get another spinoff? Because you're terrible. You and your whole family are awful. We don't need to see <laughs> you or Chantel or Pedro or River. No more. Well, maybe we are wrong. Maybe family Chantel, who just started the season two 
is not doing as bad as we all think. Oh, I, from what I'm reading in the comments section and in blogs and everywhere else, nobody is watching. Well, I'm reading that too, but in the same time, if no one was watching it, right, why would they get renewed for the second season? I don't know, but that would me, be a waste of money, like bad business. All of this stuff is just marketing to try to get people to watch the family mm-hmm. Chantel. It's all, oh my gosh, we signed them for another season. Nobody's watching. How do we get more interest? Let's put them on Pillow Talk. Let's put them on this Facebook watch thing. Wait, so is it gonna be? Is she gonna be doing like you know Facebook Live or? I think it's Facebook Watch, which is I don't think it's live. I think it's programmed. To play okay. at a certain time. And she's just going to be sitting there asking fans questions. So it's going to be live if she's going to be asking questions. No, I think you could write in and she'll read them on the show and oh. answer them. But I don't. Why would why would anyone want to watch this? We'll find out. <laughs> I I don't think she's going to have much to answer because of I mean, fans' I, questions. I mean, I do want to watch it because I'm curious. So stop. Before, stop. <laughs> before we trash it. Let's see what Karen has to say. We saw Karen on multiple seasons of 90 Day, and it was awful. Every single episode with her in it was awful. She just speaks so slow. And she wears that silly cowboy hat. <laughs> take it off. You you live in Atlanta. I I can't take the way she speaks. Chantel <laughs> doesn't talk like that. No, Chantel doesn't talk like I actually don't mind Chantel and Pedro. No, I me just neither. don't like her family. Yeah. They think they're detectives. They think Pedro's harvesting the American dollar. <laughs> but they 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 were fun to watch. Let's admit it. Because in the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning. And then I was like, I actually don't have time for this. Somehow you turned because a one hour slow. show into a two hour show because you talk I'm always so slow. like, Karen, this what are you trying to say? Like, what? Like, I cooked the whole dinner in between the sentence. So, let's talk about the second spinoff, because okay. this one is worth the watch. This is worth the okay. Facebook watch. Spice it up with David and Annie. Yeah. It was It was your by the way last week. No, this was a story I shared on Instagram. We did mm. a by the way about this? I don't think so. I don't think I we, might be wrong, but... I think you're wrong. But so David and Annie, sorry if I'm repeating myself. I don't think I am. They have a Facebook watch show, Spice It Up, coming out Wednesday, October 28th. And that's going to air every Wednesday after that. And they're just kind of giving an inside look on them cooking up their favorite Thai dishes, Thai-inspired meals, just being their adorable, comical selves hmm. and cooking. Right? Yeah. I, I could would get, watch it. I'd get behind this. We like to cook. We like them a lot. Mm-hmm. So this one seems like a winner. They're great on Pillow Talk. Oh, they have great chemistry. Yeah, they do have great chemistry. So also want to shout out, since we're talking about it, cookingwithdna.com. Not a sponsor, but love David, so I want to plug them. It's a little side business David and Annie have where you can go hang with them in real life. They can go to your house. You can do oh, it virtually. Really? And they'll teach you how to cook their tasty Thai treats right there oh, in person. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So little couple's cooking lesson. I would do it if we lived in whatever they live. I think they're in Phoenix. Kentucky. They moved to Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, they used to be in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, there you Living go. Living in that, what was it, fi- an old like firehouse? Yeah. Like <laughs> They've they come ba- a long they way. They basically came from homeless. To having a nice house, you know, a business. Good relationship. Yeah. Yeah, 
good for you guys. And they're, they're like one of my all-time favorite couples. Side note, for us, our friends gave us a cameo. That's the only cameo we've ever received. Oh, that is true. As a wedding gift. Our friends gave us a cameo from David and Annie. It, it's fabulous. It's in my phone. It's fantastic. I am never going to delete it. Cool. All right. So that is, by the way, 90 Day, by the way. Let's get into the real reason we're here, and that is Sunday night, the other way. Can we start on a positive note? Sure. Let's bring a little positivity to this show. Let's start with Armando and Kenny. Our favorite lovers. Yes, the truest, the realest lovers on this show, to be honest. Yes, I agree. All right, Armando and Kenny. So here we go. They are off to pick up Hannah. Armando's daughter, right? They got to bring her home because Armando wants to talk to her and make sure she fully understands what's going on between him and Kenny. Which I think is beautiful, but in the same time, she's too little to she's six understand. Years old. Yeah, she's six years old. Armando says like, oh yeah, I want to make sure she understands. Well, yeah, as much as a six-year-old can understand what an engagement is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're getting two daddies, no mommies, no, just daddies, no mommies, no mommies. But it's awesome. She loves it. She's happy. I was curious if that was actually her reaction or if, you know, they actually explained it to her beforehand. I think that's that was too pure. It was uh, just beautiful. I almost cried. Oh, for sure. I, I cried two minutes into this, this episode waterworks for sure. Okay, Darcy. But, I mean, yeah, he explains, Armando explains to Hannah what's going on. And she says, it just means the three of them are going to be together as family. So she does. She gets it in a sense that, yes, Kenny is now family. And then when Armando says that she's going to have two dads, Double her the love. answer is yes. Do- that's when Double I Double the love. And I was that's like, so beautiful. stop it. It's so beautiful because even in heterosexual relationships, when you have a mom and a dad, it doesn't always mean double the love. Mm -hmm. You know, that's very true. So the fact that she feels that that two times the love is just so special. And it's it it, was it was just beautiful. I was like, who is this kid? Besides the fact that she's very super cute, super cute and super smart. Yeah. Big heart. And so, yeah, double the love. That's what it means. If that was enough, then she adds, so we're never going to separate. And then, oh, break my heart again. (laughs) Could you, Hannah? Kenny and Armando, if you break up, I will personally come down there to Mexico or wherever you are and have have a word with you. You cannot break this girl's heart. You cannot. She loves the both of you like dads. This is a beautiful family. Let's keep it that way. Learn to eat that traditional Mexican food, Kenny, mm-hmm. okay? Get Come some around, guac going. Get a little guac going and let's make this family work. It's what Hannah needs. It's what Hannah needs. I'm curious if maybe when she's a little older, they would move to the U.S., you know? Well, here is really what I do wonder. And to that point, I'm curious how the community in Mexico is going to treat her. Because Armando didn't want to take her out of Mexico because she has family there. Right. It's all she's ever known. She doesn't speak English. So let's keep her in Mexico. It's going to make her life easier. Is she going to get bullied because she has two dads? True. Wouldn't it be easier to go to Florida where it's definitely more accepted, I Mm -hmm. think, than Mexico? So 
I was curious about that because the whole reason they were going to stay there was to make her life easier. I hope it truly is easier. We'll see. I'll, we'll learn, you know, we'll we're gonna learn. learn. We're going to stick with these two. We want to see how this works out. So it's a new day. Armando wants to have a heart-to-heart with his mom now. He had the little heart-to-heart with Hannah. Now it's time to do it with mom, see where her head's at with the news of this Mm -hmm. engagement. His mom is clearly sad, right? But I don't know if it's sadness because he's chosen to be with a man. I think it's sadness that he's taking her grandchild away. Of course. I think she's still processing this whole engagement and him being gay and she said it herself that, you know, she'll get over it eventually with time. And I think, you know, she's warming up to the idea. And she, I don't think she has anything against Kenny. And I said it last time that I kind of understand her because, you know, you have a son who was married to a woman who has a kid. And all of a sudden he is gay. So I feel right. like it's it's difficult to wrap her mind around this compared to... A guy who was single his whole life. Exactly. Oh, why aren't you dating? Well, and then comes out. Sure. Or, you know, someone who comes out as a 15-year-old is like, you know what I feel like? Right. I'm into guys instead of girls. And then, you know. Right. But I think it was really difficult for her to go from one to the other one. I don't think she understands. No, she had this idea of her son kind of cemented in her head. Not even the idea. That's what she right. had. It wasn't even an idea. Yeah. It was It was who Armando yeah. was. True. Very good point. The one thing that is good is, okay, if they're taking Hannah away, she is still surrounded by a lot of family, Mm -hmm. as we saw in that driveway. A lot of family. There are some people you take their grandchild away or you take their son away and they're alone. Not not for Mother Armando. So that's good. So she does wish them the best. I think she can tell and she says, I can tell Kenny's a good person. Mm -hmm. So that's good. She supports that. But then Armando asks if dad said anything. Because remember, things were a little contentious when they first arrived. Dad didn't want to come out and say hello. So Armando wants to know, has dad said anything? But he hasn't spoken since the two of them have arrived. And the mom didn't tell the dad about them being engaged. Mm-mm. So She says, when your dad is serious, he doesn't speak. And he has not spoken. Hmm. So that's... Troubling and a little upsetting. But Armando, Armando's mom tells him, just give him some time. Don't tell him you're engaged. Just leave it alone for a little bit, which is got to be so tough, right? When you're engaged, you want to shout it from the rooftop. You want to post that thing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm engaged. Change your Facebook status to engaged, right? You don't want to hide that. You want to let everyone know. So I think that's got to be hard to hear, especially from your mom. Just just keep it to yourself, you know? That's right. And that's what basically Armando said when she asked him, oh, why didn't you tell me first about the engagement? Why did you tell everyone? And Armando right. said, well, I was afraid if I tell you first, you're not going to accept it and tell me that I should keep it to myself. And he just wanted to get it out. He doesn't want to be in the closet anymore. Which I think is so amazing that he's, yeah. he's gone from being in the closet for so long to being comfortable enough to just let Everyone know. I think it's good. You know, it's like a band-aid. Gotta rip it off fast. The thing I thought was interesting and for Armando to recognize that I thought was awesome is he said he himself needed time to accept 
being a gay man, mm-hmm. right? Even Armando needed time to accept himself. So he knows his dad's going to need time. I thought that was pretty self-aware. Yeah. And, and pretty awesome for him to come out and say. So then Armando asks, Mom, are you going to go to the wedding? Are you going to come to this wedding? She's like, well, how about a small wedding? How, what if we do a small wedding? Which again, daggers. That's a little bit of daggers yeah. to the heart. Not only keep your engagement to yourself, but let's keep this wedding small. We don't need to let everyone know that you're gay, right? So he says, big or small, will you go? Big or small, are you coming? And I think she will. I think the bigger question is if the dad will. She said she will. And that's basically what she said. She said, I, I'll be there. You're my son. I love you. But I'm not sure about that. Yeah. So now he's in a sticky situation. And he says, I think I'm being put in a position where I have to choose between my family and Kenny. And he's going to choose Kenny if it comes down to that. Well, it's not even his family and Kenny. It's his dad over Kenny because his mom is warming up to this idea. You know, she's, I think she's getting there and she's going to be in peace with this whole situation. Yeah, I think so too. But I found it good. I I was happy to hear that he said he would choose Kenny over his family, mm-hmm. which sounds, oh no, how could you do that? How could you disown your family? Well, because at a certain age, you have to create your own family. Not even that, but he would dis not disown, but he would choose Kenny over his family for the right reasons, right? As an example, you're you're dating a girl and she's terrible, terrible person, right? right? Nobody likes her. Your friends don't like her. Your parents don't like her. She doesn't treat you treat you well, right? And your parents would be like, "You cannot be with this girl. You know it's terrible, and it's you, it's her or us." Yeah. And then you would be like, oh man, like no one likes this girl. Maybe something's wrong with her. I'm going to choose my family. I think that's good. Right. But then he would right. be choosing Kenny for the right reason because, because they love a, each other. Right. Kenny is a positive influence on him. Yeah. Makes him really happy. And it's, good it's guy. a real relationship. It's not, no, no scam, you know, nothing no. crazy. It's no real drama. love. Yeah. It's true love. But I just am happy to hear that. He's going to create his own family if his yes. family doesn't accept him. Because you have to. You can't live at home with your parents when you're 50 years old. You got to be out there with your own child, with your own spouse, doing your own thing. So I was happy to hear that. So a couple of days go by. Armando and Kenny ready to head back home. And it's not a small deal because this is this means Hannah's going home too, right? It's leaving very her grandparents. Emotional. Leaving her grandparents, leaving her friends, leaving the only place she's really ever known. So this is a big deal. They got to say goodbye to Armando's parents. But his dad is nowhere to be seen. Once again, he's still off working or something. And then mom is hugging Kenny and so much love. Oh. And Kenny said it. She never hugged him before. And all of a sudden, now they're hugging. It's natural and it's emotional. He he was shaking. Kenny was Mm -hmm. shaking Armando's mom's hand for those past few days. But it was just time to come out and embrace her. And you got to do that. You got to break down that wall. Show the love. Show that we are family as the song goes. Exactly. And as what do you what do you put on the top of the cake? A little cherry. Oh, a little cherry. A little cherry. I think it's on a Sunday. A cherry on top. A little cherry on top of a Sunday. On the a f- Sunday night on TLC. <laughs> the father shows up. Yeah, he does. He does. And 
he was still a little standoffish, but he said his goodbye. He gave a little bit of a hug, right? Mm -hmm. He showed he was willing to work with this. Yeah. He's, I'm sure it must be tougher for the dad, right? Because you, and again, I'm not saying gay people cannot be manly men, but the they idea can be super manly, yeah. exactly. But I'm saying the idea is like, oh, my son's now dating another man. It's right, yeah. Like I, I don't yeah. get it because I don't have that. I don't share this view. You know, love is love. I don't care who our future kid love kids love. Right. But I must be, I guess, tough for the dad in the same way as it is for the mom. Well, it's also just society too. I think. Yeah. It's hard for them to be free thinkers when they're surrounded by people who constantly put it down and don't accept it. But I was super happy that he came out, said goodbye. You got to say goodbye, at least to your grandchild, Mm -hmm, right? For sure. Armando's mom was crying, though, saying like, Hannah used to knock on my door every morning at 7 a.m. Every morning. I would kick her out. Yeah. Who's going to knock on my door now? I'm like, nobody. Be happy, lady. Maybe Enjoy. Yeah, you can sleep in a little now. But that was, I feel like that was why she was so upset. Who's going to knock on my door at 7 a.m.? I mean, I saw two other girls there. There's a lot of like people there. Like her cousins, I believe. Yeah, it's time for someone else to step well, up they and can wake knock. her up. Yeah. So. To be on the knock-knock duty. Knock-knock. Who's there? Not Hannah. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> so, yes, finally everyone has a little embrace. They say goodbye. And it's nice. A little bit of closure. Mm-hmm. Right. And then yeah. they drive off into the sunset. We saw some uh, previews for next time, a little bit of drama, parenting drama, but we'll see. We'll, sa- we'll save that for next time. Oh, I am saving that for next time. All right. Let's talk about Ariella and baby. And a baby. And another baby. baby. Baby times two. Baby times two. So Ari and baby, they're in the hospital. They never left because they found out. Ari was low on amniotic fluid that she'd need a C-section that day, right? So the plan was Ari would always have her parents there for the birth. But now that there's this emergency C-section, Janice, a.k.a. Janice, and Ari's dad are not going to make it for the birth. They're not going to get there in time. Which, okay, this is what I find strange, right? And I think I was the one who messed up the timeline a little bit. But they kept saying, like, you know, first... The baby's arriving in six weeks, then the baby's arriving in one week, right? If the mm-hmm. baby is supposed to arrive in one week, but it's a little early as this is the case, why isn't the mom there right. already? It's like, because I feel like once you hit like, oh, four weeks or six weeks out, it can it can happen any day. And Janice is a nurse, is exactly. she not? So she should know. It's not like, oh, you're going to be born on August 1st. Just got to get, got to book my flight for July 31st and I'll be there. I would expect her to be there at least one week in advance to bring all the stuff they need, you know, like set it up. So this is this is a little tricky here. Yeah, this is on you, Janice. I'm this looking at you for not you, being Janice. there. So Ari calls Janice and says, I got some good news and I got some bad news. Good news is I'm going to have a baby. The bad news is you're going to miss the birth. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So Janice obviously bummed. She's going to miss this, the birth of her grandson. But Janice is staying calm. Janice is a cool bitch, right? She's staying calm, cool, and collected, showing the support that 
a girl like Ari needs. If Janice started to freak out right now, Ari would lose it. I mean, Janice is a nurse. She needs yeah. to know how to keep her cool. She does. She needs some bedside manner. And she does. She's got some good bedside manner. So baby tells us, because Ari's getting a C-section, baby says, I don't want Ari to get a C-section. In my culture, if you give birth naturally, the love between a mother and a baby is stronger. What do you I'm think? Sure all the, you? I'm sure all the moms listening loved this. Well, yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think if you were to give birth naturally, the bond you would have with the child would be better or worse? I don't think there would be a difference. True. I don't think yeah. there would be a, I would hope there would not be a difference. But I also think maybe a C-section would provide a little relief, not so much pain and agony, and you wouldn't hold that over the kid's head for the rest well, of its life. Well, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you have to get through the pain to really appreciate the baby. Um, you maybe. know, you got to go through hell to get this little baby. <laughs> okay. And then you love it so much more? Yeah, because then if just someone take it out of your belly, it's just like, boop, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's out. Like I guess so. I, I guess it is. Nothing happened. It like, could be a bonding moment you're yeah. sharing. Yeah. Okay. All right. But if you do a C-section, the baby is sweeter. Is that what he said? Sweeter? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he said the baby is sweeter. I missed that. I don't see I might that. be wrong, but for some reason, this is what I got. And I was like, wait, what? You've steered us down the wrong path before, so I'm not just going to take your word for oh, this. Oh, no, don't. Guys, don't quote me on this. It might just be in my head. I think it's in your head. So We'll see. They wheel Ari into the room and she just starts losing it. She's crying. She's so nervous. And it was making me nervous. The nurses were like trying to bribe her with spinal anesthesia. Like, and, yeah. If you don't calm down, you're only going to get general anesthesia. And so she did. I know, but... I know it's not better, but spinal anesthesia sounds terrifying to me. I would never let anyone give me a spinal <laughs> anesthesia. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of people get, but it just sounds like, oh, if you don't calm down, you're only getting general anesthesia. I'd be like, fine, please. Anything that doesn't involve injecting a needle into my spine. I think you get spine. Like my dad got a spinal anesthesia when they did a surgery on his leg. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. On his leg? I feel like you would do local anesthesia. Mm-hmm. He couldn't feel the the half part of his, the bottom part of his body for like 13 hours. Well, that's socialized medicine, folks. Just hit him with the spinal anesthesia. We'll <laughs> take care of this in and out. Right? I just think it's so dangerous if you hit the wrong spot or something. You might, you might be disabled. I think they know what they're doing. So finally, Ari gets anesthesia and she calms down, right? Finally calms down, and in what seems like two seconds, a baby is pulled out of her. Mm-hmm. But the baby is not crying. The respiration is not good. This was actually scary. I was actually nervous for a second or two here. I didn't know babies are supposed to cry. Yeah, they come out. Wah, wah, just. I mean, that's what babies do in general. I didn't know that that's like a must. Well, a lot of times I think... The doctor smacks the baby on the ass <laughs> to make it cry, to mm. check, yep, everything's working. So the baby comes out, so quiet, and then finally, boom, that fresh baby starts <laughs> to cry. 
music to everyone's ears, mm-hmm. right? Probably the only time you want to hear a baby cry. But that crying baby was cute. That was a very cute baby. Yeah, very cute baby. And did you like that part when the adult baby cut the vagina cord uh. of the actual baby? <laughs> I don't know if he wanted to do that, but what I do think he wanted to do was play that baby's butt like a bongo. I think he wanted to eat the placenta to get oh, some protein. No, he wanted to play that baby butt bongo for sure. But yeah, instead he got stuck with cutting that umbilical cord. I mean, you gotta cut the vagina cord. It's the umbilical cord, okay? It's the umbilical cord. I cannot pronounce it. We've now, for some reason, talked about the vagina cord slash umbilical cord multiple times in this podcast. It's time you learn how to say umbilical cord. Umbilical? Stick stick the (laughs) vagina cord. Wait, wait, say it again. Umbilical. Umbilical. Say vagina cord. Vagina cord, yeah. All right, we're not going to... Put you guys listening through the pain of I'll, teaching. I'll practice on the side. Yeah, next time you're going to nail it. Okay, so Ari's recovering and baby's giving Janice a call saying, congrats, congrats, grandma. Everything went well. Everyone's doing well. Isn't it funny that he calls her mom? I think that's great. I think that's sweet. I mean, if Who you- else co- Also, Jihoon calls Devon's Devin? mom mom. Okay, okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sweet. So then Ari's like, the last thing I remember is telling the doctor to give me a minute. And then the next thing I know, I wake up and there's a baby sucking on my boob. I mean, that's how you want to give birth. Sounds like my average Saturday night. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when we have kids in the future sometime, I feel like I want to, if possible, go through the pain. Through the natural birth. Yeah, like go for it. You know, go through the pain, and then I look at the baby and be like, "Damn, like, oof." <laughs> that oof, was here tough. You are. But it's probably cheaper, right? If you don't have to pay for anesthesia, it's probably I don't know. cheaper. But so, yeah, obviously, go for it. obviously, if you know, if things go wrong and there is baby has to be come out of my belly mm-hmm. with the cesarean, cesarean mm-hmm. cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all for Sounds it. Sounds very exotic when you say. <laughs> The cesarean section. What is it? C- oh, cesa- well, cesarean section. It's Caesar. It's a Caesar section, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Is that where it comes yeah. from? Caesar could not have a baby, yeah. so why would they call it it's a cesarean a, well, section? if I transfer it to Czech, it's Caesar. We say, oh, it's a Caesar procedure. Interesting. It sound, The way you say it sounds like where you have tickets at the opera. It's like, <laughs> well, I could sit in the balcony or I could sit in the cesarean section. <laughs> right? Or you can get this what Caesar section, section. What section are you sitting in at the opera, Teresa? Oh, the cesarean. <laughs> oh, very good seats. <laughs> it's the best seats. You get a baby yeah, too. It, easy in and out. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, out of nowhere, baby's whole family shows up in the recovery room. Right? All right, let's talk about baby's family because... They, I feel like they don't like Ari. They're never enthusiastic about anything. Well, I think they're probably worried that here we go again. This mm, white girl from America point. is going to have baby's baby and then take off. Well, I don't think she wanted to have a baby like Flat. right away. Oh, Ari. Yeah. No. I think it happened. and it ha- Baby's got that I don't think it was stuff. planned because, you know, they better known each other. No. So... Okay, for now, here's where it gets interesting. For now, Ari and Baby 
are going to call the baby Simba. Like the Lion King Simba. Like li- Simba means lion, right? So they're gonna, Does it? Yeah. They're gonna, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just taught you something. They're going to call. How do you know? Because I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to call the baby Simba for now, right? But it's just a placeholder name until they decide on something permanent. You should just go with Simba. Yeah. I'm not a child psychologist, but I don't think giving a baby a placeholder name (laughs) is a great idea, right? I think they should have thought of the name in advance. I think, well, they would have, but this baby just came out of nowhere. Well, (laughs) you should have known. If we just had had another week, week. if we just had another week, we could have come up with a name. I mean, it must be tough. Like, just this is the name that the kid is going to live with right. for the rest of his or hers or its life. But imagine being called Simba for a, a few weeks and then all of a sudden it changes. I can't imagine that's good. Mm-mm. Right. So then the family asks if they're going to baptize Simba. And Aryan Uh-oh. baby can't give an answer. Can't definitely a point of contention this baptism. I mean, the baby is going to get circumcised circumcised yep nailed that one so <laughs> so Aryan baby holding the baby fighting about what they're gonna name the baby and also about the baptism so again not a child psychologist here but probably not the best environment to bring this baby into mm-hmm. right again something that should have been decided way prior to this moment yeah yeah <laughs> So baby's sister comes into the room to tell them the hospital is going to discharge them tomorrow. Okay, which is before Mother Janice will arrive with the stuff they need for the baby. So baby and his sister go to town. They're going to pick up some things for Simba, a.k.a. Gabriel, a.k.a. Avi, a.k.a. Baby Junior. (laughs) They get a basket. What was that? Like, I'm like, are you putting baby in this? It was like. Nobody puts baby in a basket. Nobody puts a baby in a basket. But it was almost like, oh, they just, you know, it's not sanitary. They just found it like in the back of the store. I don't think they were going to put the baby in it immediately. They'd probably wipe it down a little bit. Yeah, like what it was. I don't know. <laughs> they, can, they have soap and water over there. Oh, I, I want to see Biniam, the baby, wiping this bo- basket for <laughs> the actual baby. Hey, I like baby. I think he knows Which what he's baby? doing. Which baby? The big baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the big baby. I think he knows what he's doing. So they get a basket and then they get a bathtub. So they're they're going to clean the small baby. baby $35 for the bathtub. Hey, it's more affordable than a 2008 Toyota Yaris. Everything else is. So crazy. Like, Right? That stuff, I thought $10 for a basket. What was it? What the, was that? Like, I didn't like the basket. You didn't like the basket? I kind of like the basket. I thought, hey, it's maybe this not, is like a weekend backpack. It's not sturdy enough to hold mm-hmm. a baby. That's probably true. It's probably like you put it on, on the bed and you just hope that the baby's not going to fall out of it. Like, fingers crossed for $10. Yeah, what do you use the basket for? I don't think it's I don't know. It's like you anything. just carry the baby around. <laughs> <laughs> so... Then while they're shopping, Baby and his sister start talking about the arguments him and Ari have been having over the name, over the baptism, and Baby's worried because we're arguing more. Things are getting stressful. He's worried he may lose this family the way he lost his first family. That's very sad. I feel bad for the adult Baby. I really do like Big Baby because I think he's got a good heart. 
I think he works hard, right? He's got 19 jobs. It's unfortunate they don't pay enough. Yeah, he should find a day job too. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got to sleep during the day so he can play the butt bongos at night. can shake the booty. Yeah. So I think so far, so good. The baby came out healthy, it seems, right? Mm-hmm. They got a couple names to choose from. That's good. They got a basket and a bathtub. I think things, as soon as Mother Janice gets there, I think yeah. we'll be doing A-OK. They have kitchen. They have running water. Yeah. What more can you ask for, really? Maybe a baptism. Maybe a baptism. Maybe a baptism. We'll see. I doubt it. All right. You ready to move on? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about a couple who kind of bummed me out this episode because they're, I would say, one of my favorite couples and they just didn't bring it this episode. Yes. And I don't want to do or give any spoilers, but I'm just going to say this. For those like us who follow them on social media... I don't understand what's going on on the show. Like, why? Why Why to bother? So, we should say we're talking about Devin and Junie. Yes. And I think what's happening is Devin went home while they were filming because obviously there were some issues in this relationship. And maybe there's just not enough content to fill out this back half of the other way season because they weren't on the last episode, right? Mm -hmm. And now they're on this episode for a total of like five minutes, it seems like. Yeah, not even. So, all right, let's talk about those five minutes. Yes. Devin and Junie, they've been in Korea for about a month now, finally found a new apartment. And signed the lease for a year. Bad move. (laughs) Well, bad move, but let's not spoil it for our friends who don't follow Devon on social media. who have a life outside 90 Day (laughs) Fiance. So they're moving into the new apartment. They're setting it up. But that apartment, not the only new thing they got. They got something else new. I was nervous that they're pregnant again. I know. They got a puppy. Bam, bam. Why would you get a puppy (laughs) if you have two kids and basically you're like barely affording your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, you need something else to run around the apartment out of control. Like dogs are expensive. Mm-hmm. Dogs are expensive. They are, and they're a handful. I would You've already got to, your hands full. Yeah, I would love to have a dog. But the reason why we don't have a dog is because we travel a lot and we work a lot. And poor dog would be here by himself in our house. That's not fair to the dog. No. And, you know, I was thinking like, oh, COVID-19, we're home all the time. But this is going to end one day. And the dog... We probably get used to us being here all the time, going from, oh, mom and dad home 24-7 to mom and dad never home. Look at this dog psychologist. Right? Yeah, that's an interesting thought. People who adopt dogs during the age of COVID really set this dog up for failure. That's why I stopped pushing for a dog. Hmm. You didn't share that with me, but I like that thought. That's very smart. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. You're, you're like very it. empathetic you. with the dogs. Yeah. It's true. So, Okay. Devin starts washing this area rug that she has in the bathtub. That was very interesting. Yeah. Why not? Why not wash your rug in a bathtub? I get washing it, but how in the world are you going to dry it? You'll probably just hang it up on a clothesline or something, but there's rug cleaners, right? If we But they don't have money because they just got a dog. That's true. <laughs> you should have not bought the dog because the dog was the one who probably dirtied up that rug in the first place. Yeah. And then you would not be in this predicament in the first place. But, okay, she's washing this rug. It's dirty. But not the only thing that's dirty. You know what else is dirty? 
June's ass. June's anal, anal. is not as clean as he'd like. Because they don't have bidet. They don't have a bidet. There's just not a budget for a bidet. Just get the one on Amazon. Not that expensive. Again, and some we don't of know. them have LED lights. The LED lights, schmelly D lights. We don't know how this thing works. Where's the water coming from that's being shot up your butt? I don't know, but we can we can look into that. We'll give you an update next time, guys. Maybe that'll be our bidet the way. Bidet the way? By the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> By the bidet. Yeah, B-Y the bidet. By the bidet. I, I like would, it. I like it. Have you ever used a bidet? No. Me neither. I've seen it, but... I'm nervous. I've to always use been it. scared to use right? the bidet. I've gone to hotels that have had them. I'm like, I'm not using that thing. First of all, because if it's in a hotel, I'm always kind of grossed out. Because even though that jet stream is not shared between users, you kind of think like, oh, the last guy that sat down on hair, a little bit of that water is going to shoot up my butt too. My my aunt and uncle had it in their old house. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I was always very curious. Like, I oh, should, used I, that should I try families. it? Yeah. But I was nervous. I'm like, is it going to be like hot? Is it going to go up my butt? Am I going to like it? What I'm if a- not? What am I supposed to do? I'm going to admit this right here on the podcast because why not? I've never used a bidet, but I have put my butt against a jet and a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> is that similar? Is that a similar thing? Wait, 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 wait. When? Recently. <laughs> like your, your naked butt? No, you could wear like a bathing suit and just put oh, your butt up Oh, that doesn't count. Oh, that's that true. We all do that. Jesus. <laughs> I just pictured you naked. I was, okay, well, John and I did use the jacuzzi recently and I was there with him the whole time. So now I'm just picturing you taking your pants off. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. But Yeah, that doesn't the, count. That's the closest I've gotten. Yeah, well, me too. It doesn't clean your anal. No, it doesn't. So we've all got dirty <laughs> anals, June included. So Jehun wants a bidet, but Devin wants to talk about spending her money on something else. She wants a wedding. Yeah. She knows they're legally married, but it doesn't feel real because none of her family was there for the wedding, right? So now she wants to plan another wedding the whole family can be at. I think they had, oh, that wasn't the wedding. That was the baptism or the, the, the first month. They had Birthday. that nice outdoor ceremony. Yeah, that was the, the baby's they first getting month. Cash. They kept yeah. getting cash, right? But the wedding, I think, was when who was carrying who on their oh, back? Oh, it was Jihoon was getting Devon, but she's like <laughs> twice the size. <laughs> that was a party. So not, that's really all that happened. I mean, it seems like things are moving in the right direction for them. We know they're not, spoiler alert. But everyone seems happy together. They're happy with the new apartment. Apparently, Jihoon is working. But apparently, I mean, two kids and a dog and a new apartment. If you want the bidet, you, you better work hard. You better pick up another shift. So that's Devin and Jihoon. Let's. Yeah, I'm wondering on how many episodes are they going to appear just because of I feel like they spoiled it on social media. Again, I'm not going to talk details because some of our friends might not know, but for those who do know, they totally spoiled it. Like, well, we all know. Remember at the start of this season, it opened with Devin wearing the mask and saying COVID's hit Korea? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what month we're in, but I think she says they've only been there for a month. So I don't think it's too far into the year. They're not at COVID yet. So 
they've got to be around for a few more months, I think, for it to get. Well, although COVID hit earlier in Korea, mm-hmm. right? so yeah, their time is probably limited. It's fine. It's well, fine. We'll see. We, we'll see. All right, let's talk about another couple that sucks. Let's talk about <laughs> Tim and Melissa. So apparently, Tim put his cheese stick to work the night before because. Him and Melissa had a little sexy time. A little sexy time. I keep calling him meat stick. Nah. I don't know why, but he did use his stick. meat stick. He, he used did his meat use stick. his meat stick. So Melissa said, at first it was awkward, but then it ended up being good. Like Melissa is a little like she has this resting bitch face, but she can get very sexual. Like Yikes. it was all just a sexual relationship. We didn't do anything else. Yeah. Yeah, it was awkward at the beginning, but then it, then it was then good it as usual. Up. That's a lesson right there, though, boys. Never give up. Never throw in the towel. Improvise, adapt, overcome. You can get through it and satisfy your woman. Well, don't cheat on them first. Well, that's true. Bad move. Bad move. She don't like that. <laughs> that's, that's an LD. It's a little dicky line. I always you always say that you can't say bad move without me. Then bad move. She don't like that. Bad and move I always expect you to say every time I say it. I know you're gonna say that. Shout out to little dicky. All right. So shout out to me knowing my husband so yeah. well. <laughs> so Tim and Melissa go for a little postcoital walk in the park, and they start talking about their relationship. They're talking about their future. They're taking the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> So apparently Tim never wanted to talk to Melissa about anything serious in the past because when they were together, it was only for like a month here, a month there, and he didn't want to ruin those short trips, which is dumb. That's not a relationship if you can't talk about Mm -hmm. this. That's a vacation fling. Exactly. Right? So now that they're starting to talk about things, it's they're realizing they have some issues here. So Melissa asks Tim if he dated anyone. When they weren't together. And he's like, maybe I flirted with some people I'm here like, and there. Meats, cheese stick. <laughs> no, meat head. Yeah, cheese stick. Cheese stick. Keep your meat stick in your pants. Yeah, maybe I flirted with some people. Oh my God, he's so dumb. It just sounds dumb. Just admitting that you flirted with. How old are you? Like, like I, do you flirt with people? No. You better not. That's the. I'm going to find him. I don't think i've ever flirted with anyone that i wasn't pursuing like i don't flirt for sport i don't just walk up to someone at work and just think oh well it'd be fun if i just flirted a yeah, little don't the- do that no that's so dumb so for tim to be like yeah i flirted a little but Plus, i don't see him flirting like how does he flirt how does he flirt? he's so awkward Man, you want a bite of this cheese stick Ooh. yeah so that whole thing was Weird to me. Like Weird you want to me. to share a mozzarella stick for lunch. Yeah. But of course, Malaysia gets pissed, which I can understand because if you're flirting with someone, there's obviously something more. Again, I don't see why you would just flirt for the sake of flirting. And Tim's like, are you saying you didn't flirt or date anyone? And Malaysia says, well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> so what are you saying? Malaysia starts telling Tim how she dated someone casually. That her friends introduced her to. Oh boy. All I have to say is shut up, Tim. You, you, I'm gonna say fucked Uh up. You fucked up. Sorry, Joe from Arizona. Sorry, but I have to say because it's true. I don't think I can sugarcoat it. He fucked up and she had all the rights to do the whatever and whoever she wanted. Yep, yep. So she did. She did. 
So she says, I did. We dated someone. And Tim asks, were you guys having sex? And Melissa was just playing all coy, wouldn't really answer, wanted to downplay it. But here was the shocker to me. This guy she was dating, they only broke up like a month before Tim arrived. So that's a little close for comfort. Well, he wasn't really dating, it was sexual. It was purely sexual, Plus, yeah. She didn't know what he was doing in the U.S. And after he betrayed her trust, I'm not, I don't blame her. Like He was coming to... Colombia, yeah, to be with her to see if they can work it out, right? But they weren't really together. No, not at this point. But Tim wasn't sure. He didn't know. They didn't have the talk. He flirted. Yeah, he did flirt. <laughs> like he has, he needs to keep his mouth shut. Yes, and his fly zipped. Like if I would never give a second chance when someone, if someone cheated on me. No, of course not. But so Tim keeps pushing though. He wants to know more. So finally, Melissa comes out and says she did have sex with the other guy. And Tim goes, multiple times? And she's like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, is that really what you want to know once you find out they had sex? Well, okay, how many times? How many times? One or two I can deal with, but I got a limit here. There's only so much this cheese stick can take. So finds out, yes, they did. They did bang multiple times. And Tim is hurt because even though they were separated, Tim didn't buy it. He wasn't certain that they were separated. I mean, Tim keeps saying that this, whatever she did with this other guy, makes him question the relationship. Bro, you're the one who made this relationship miserable, or basically you killed it. Right. And the fact that you're getting a second chance is just mind-blowing. You should be happy. You should be like, oh, Thanks for banking someone else. Now we can start with a clean slate. Slate. That's exactly what I was going to say. Exact because before, if just one person cheated on the other, that person was always going to hold it over your head. No matter a year, two, five later, you think everything's great. All of a sudden, she gets pissed. What's up? Well, Tim, you cheated on me five years. Oh, haven't we moved past this? No, we haven't. That's but why you now, can get past this. Now, you guys each can hold something over each other's head. So, yeah, it wipes it out. Clean slate. It's like you're starting fresh. And whatever she did still doesn't justify what he did. Like, it's not on the same level. Not even close. No, I don't think so. If they were truly separated, which who knows, then hers was not as bad. No. Even though it was multiple times. We don't know how many times Tim did it. Exactly. Plus, he flirted. No, I'm not exactly. I'm saying maybe it wasn't that bad. We don't know how many times he had sex. We know Melissa had sex multiple times. It doesn't times. matter. They were talking engagement when he fucked up. That's I'm true. sorry, she I have was, to say it again. Oh, Joe, please keep listening to this podcast. I promise I will wash her mouth out with soap. <laughs> I, I'm just emphasizing how, how much I don't I like him. I hope someone didn't just walk in for a dental cleaning right at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Things are uncomfortable now. The two are in talk near each other. So Tim decides to video chat his therapist back home. While petting a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Going to video cat his therapist back home. Tells her he's not judging her for banging someone else, but he doesn't feel good about it, which is fair. That's fine. You don't have to feel good about it. I understand you're not going to feel good about it. I was just going to say, I, I know being a therapist is a tough job. 
But this lady didn't make it seem tough. She basically said whatever he wanted to hear. <laughs> the only lines she said were, I thought, okay, now you're earning your money. She was like, now there are two mountains of trust to climb. And I was, oh, nice little metaphor. I could picture it. Now you have to climb two mountains of trust. Okay. All right. But she basically said what I just said. Like, they need to start yeah. with a clean slate. Well, yes, they both need to learn how to trust each other again. Just move on. Just forget the past. Just move on. So it's the nighttime. Melissa's well, going out for some cocktails with her mom, Martha. Time for a little girl talk, right? That's one way to forget the past, just to drink it away. So Melissa tells her mom about the talk that they had in the park and how Melissa banged another guy and then the fight ensued. And mom, as moms do, defends Melissa's actions. Yes. Right? Says, you know, Melissa, I don't think you're as in love with Tim as you used to be, right? And that's such a mom thing. Mom will sit on the sideline observing your relationship, analyzing your relationship, forming her opinions and thoughts, and is not going to tell you, not going to share it with you until that right moment when you reach out to her or when you get in a fight with that significant other. And then mom comes in and goes, you know, honey, I don't think you love her the way you used to. And then you go, you're right, mom. You're right. Thank you for not, you know, bashing my relationship earlier. But this was the right time to tell me. And I think that's what happened here. I mean, she had like she knows what Tim did and she mm-hmm. didn't like it from the moment she learned about it, which mm-hmm. I don't blame her, you know. Right. Right. I don't blame her either. So Melissa knows if they're going to make it, she needs to forgive Tim. Right. Not just for him, but for herself, too. You can't just be in a relationship holding grudges. So you Mm got to forgive and try to forget. But she knows it's going to be hard. But apparently, Tim still says he loves Melissa. Right. But she never says it back. That's that's a red flag right there. Well, again, she is the one who got hurt. She is the one who's trying to get over. Tim is the one who messed up. True. And now trying to, you know, get back on track, trying to earn her trust. Of course he has to say it. He has to say it. Can I ask you this also? Wasn't Melissa the one who said she had no desire to get married? She didn't want to get married to Tim? No, because it was because of the pay. He goes like, well... I don't know if I can get the visa. It's not that easy. The, the only way to do this basically is to get married. She's like, I have no desire. Right. Which, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is And again, because they were supposed to get engaged when he messed up. Right. That's why. And I totally told I'm so team Melissa. She can have a resting bitch face. She can be cold <laughs> as the ice in Antarctica. But uh-huh. I'm totally with her. Okay. I'm just saying you shouldn't be that surprised about the way things are going, Tim, if the woman you're with has no desire to get married to you. Like that the writing's on the wall at that point. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't want to get married, well, where's this relationship going to go? You cannot blame her. She needs time. She needs time. And unfortunately, you don't have time because you're a tourist mm-hmm. in another country. Yep. All right. That's Tim and Melissa, unless you got something else. Nope, that's all I got for them. Okay, so we got one more couple. Brittany and Yazin. And again, not too much going on here. Brittany is still married, still in Chicago, (laughs) still stressed, right? But on a positive note, she's going to go see her sister and her newborn niece. So she gets to her sisters and her sister asks, Hey, Brittany, 
check out this baby. Do you think you want to have a baby one day? Would you like to have a cute, cute little kid like this? And Brittany says, I'd love to get married to my bestie one day and have a kid. And, and a nanny. And a dog and a nanny. <laughs> Emphasis on the nanny. I'm in good thinking. Can you afford a nanny on an influencer slash model slash aspiring rapper's salary? Um, maybe she can, but she would have to marry one of those sugar daddies. Mm, right. That no, she, the asin. I forgot that all she used to date was sugar daddies. I think she's regretting the decision to date younger now mm-hmm. at this point. So Brittany starts having this heart-to-heart with her sister about her future with Yazan, that Jordanian life. And her sister's just like, you are not going to make it as a Muslim housewife. Yeah, the, we all know that. Newsflash. Virginia, news. we all know that. <laughs> so cut to Yazan back in Jordan alone telling the cameras it's been tough without Brittany there. Let's be honest, I think it's probably been pretty great without that RBF, that resting Britney face around all day. Well, not based on what the Yazan told us. And I, but I, that's because I he still loves it. her. I already watched this segment because I, I, you have to read what he's saying. He doesn't speak English. Yeah. I was like, wait. And I organized my thoughts. And he basically said he was homeless for two days after his dad kicked him out of the house. I know. Kicked him out of the fish market. He was homeless for two days. But then he found an apartment, <laughs> which I'm like, unemployed, going from homeless. He always looks nice, like nice yeah. clothes. Yeah. So... But he loves Britney. I know. And that's the issue, I think, is if he just left her, everything would be fine. His life would be so much easier. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know what he sees in her besides that booty, besides that beautiful booty. I mean, she seems like a nice girl, but her Does lifestyle. She? Does she seem like a nice girl? I mean, she doesn't seem like the worst girl, but uh, I don't think she's. Well, she has her own lifestyle and she doesn't want to, you know, become a Muslim or anything even close to that so she could adjust to her life in Jordan. So it's almost like, what are you doing? Yeah. I I don't know what she's doing. I really don't know what she's doing, but like if he lived in Dubai, I would be like, Oh, totally. Yeah. She could totally do that. Like, yay. A little bit more progressive. Yeah. For sure. But she's going to have to completely change her life and she's not willing to do that. So maybe, maybe she is nice, but she's not that open to change, I would say, which is causing and a lot of issues. I don't issues. think many people would be if you grow up in the Western culture. Yeah, no way. No, no way. She's built her whole persona and reputation on showing that booty on social Very media true. for hundreds of thousands of people. She's not just going to give that all up for what? A guy who works at a fish market? Not, not anymore. Definitely not anymore. So Yasin feels like he's lost his family and now he's even lost Brittany, perhaps. And the thing that made me scratch my head was the last time they talked, Brittany told Yasin if she comes back, she needs to pay. She needs him to pay for her travel and everything. Right? Well, because I think she was paying for everything up till all up till now. Yeah, pay for now. pay your own way, right? Pay your own way. Yasin's like, I don't have a job. I can't even afford to eat. Which is so sad. So sad. But that's what I'm saying. If he just ditched Britney, he would have the riches that he needs. He would have a job. He'd have his fish market. He'd have his family. So in a way, it's his choice that he is in the situation that he's in. Yeah, And his friend Mohammed 
totally agrees with us. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> He thought the relationship's a failure and has been from the start. Because it has, they're way too different. Yeah, for sure. And it's great that she went over there and they got to hang out and spend time together and learn each other. But I think what they should have learned from this is it's not going to work, right? This is not going to work. No. Yasin works at a fish market. He knows a little bit about fish. Brittany and Jordan is a fish out of water. And it's not going to work. She's going to die there, right? Her life is just going to, it's going to crumble. And she's going to be miserable. She's going to make him miserable. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work out. So now Yasin says for the first time in his life, he feels like he's made the wrong choice by choosing Brittany, right? Mm-hmm. Do you agree this is the wrong choice for oh, him? Oh, totally. I think I he's think a nice only- guy. He could find a nice girl. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think the only way this could maybe, again, maybe work is if he moved to the U.S. and was more open to our culture. That's true. Or he any does, culture. He does seem somewhat progressive. Yeah. Just so, the fact that he's willing to date Britney, this IG yeah, model. I was surprised about it at first because... We all see her pictures on social media. Yeah, we do. And if he, Azan, Yazan, Azan, Yazan, if he's so conservative, why would he start right. talking to her at first? Of course he likes it, but, right. you know, if he was so <gasps> against his beliefs. If he was so strict. If he, yeah, why yeah. would you start? Right. So that's a good point. If he could somehow come stateside, he may be able to make it work. But again, would Britney be with someone who comes to the U.S., doesn't fully know the language, he would probably start working at, I don't know, some low-paid job to start right. with, and she's used to those money. Exactly. No, that's a great point, because you did just remind me, yeah, she would only date sugar daddies for years. She would date 80-year-old men because they would pay her way. And now yeah. and now she's dating a guy who doesn't have a job. So. And before he worked at a fish market, which I'm not saying it's bad, but for her standard, it's yeah. like. Yeah, not going to fly. So that's Brittany and Yaz and not, not looking too good for them. And then we got Jenny and Samit, nothing new. Jenny's getting older. Samit's probably still arguing with his parents. <laughs> same old, same old. And that's, that's Sunday night the other way. Yeah, that's it, guys. It was good. Overall, I thought it was a good episode. But yeah. some couples, you know, Jahoon and Devin and, and Brittany and Yasin just didn't really bring too much new to the table. It's almost like Jahoon and Devin and Summit and Jenny. I loved them the first season, the first the other way yeah. season. Now it's like, okay, we know your story and you're not adding you know, anything new, really. You know who has a clean anal? Who? Brittany. I've seen it. I can see it on Instagram. It's very clean. How can you see her anal? Because she's showing in every photo. You know that anal is the hole in your butt, right? <laughs> yes, I was It's trying. not your booty, it's the hole. Sorry, it was a shitty joke. <laughs> okay. I'm I've just, been- ex- because I don't want our friends who are listening to us thinking that you get some extra photos of Britney's anal. Yeah, I have not signed up for her OnlyFans. Yes. For her anal fans. I wonder, oh my God, imagine Jihoon on OnlyFans just like cleaning his <laughs> anal. Make that money, Jihoon. Jihoon. Oh, 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 oh my God. He shows enough on YouTube. I told you guys about that. <laughs> that clean anal video on YouTube. Check it out if you haven't. 
Um, yeah, that's it, guys. If you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, I'm telling you, you should follow us at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on Spotify or Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you're listening right now. And thank you guys again so much for those reviews, especially thank you to Joe from AZ. Sorry, we swore a couple times on this episode. It was necessary. Teresa started it. That's all I'm going to say is Teresa started it. Blame it on your wife. Am I right? <laughs> Blame it on my wife. All right. That's all I got to say for now. Anything else for you? No. Until next week. Until next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.